may be seated. Merry Christmas. Matthew chapter 2, beginning with the first verse and following. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all of Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they told him in Bethlehem of Judea. For so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way and behold the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. And they fell down and they worshipped him. And then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. In many aspects, the birth of Jesus Christ ruined our plans. That's part of what we discover here in Matthew chapter 2. Herod says that he's going to come and to worship, just come back, uh, make sure I know where this baby, this king is, and I'm going to go and I'm going to worship him and bow down before him. We know that Herod is not going to do that. That's the exact reason he had 20 babies roughly killed in that area. Because he wanted to make sure that he could do away with him. You see, in many ways, the coming of Jesus Christ, his birth, ruined our plans. Why? Because our world was already doing a wonderful, an exceptional, a marvelous job at worshiping ourselves. Herod wanted to make sure that all the attention went to him. Even the other religious leaders, they were so consumed that as long as you obeyed enough of their rules that maybe, maybe you could have a healthy relationship with God. If you obeyed enough of their rules. And we lived, it was a world that was, was living in a way, in a manner in which we were making sure that we came first. In many ways, the birth of Jew, Jesus Christ ruined our plans. Because the birth of Jesus Christ 
it turned everything upside down. Words like Mark 10, 45, that say, I've not come to be served, but to serve. This baby, in many ways, ruined our plans. And that's what we need to think about tonight. You see, God's will is most important. His will, His desire is most important. And His will, His desire is that all people would bow down before Him and worship Him just as the wise men did and to give glory to His name. The struggle that we have is that our own selfishness and our own sin prohibits that and so God had to do something about it and he did he gave his son Jesus Christ in many ways the birth of Jesus Christ it ruined our own plans we're so busy following other things we're so busy running after other things. I think that's why, you know, Herod, you, you think, think about Herod. And, and here's someone that we preach about all the time. And Herod is a guy, he knew the prophecies. He knew the things that had been foretold. That's why he brought the wise men before him and tried to ascertain all the information and all the knowledge that they had. And, and the thing is, the wise men saw this star that, that God had put before them. And for so many people, we are so consumed with us, that we never even look up high enough to see where God is leading. Wasn't that the problem with Herod? I mean, that is the irony of it, is that Herod is coming and asking the wise men, hey, you've spent all this time, and you've been coming this far from a thousand miles away. We know that you're from Persia, and you're coming in. Why don't you come back and tell me where this baby is? He knew the prophecies. If he had just looked up to God, he would have discovered the king. But instead, he had to ask others. Some of us haven't even taken enough time to pick our head up from our feet high enough to recognize that God is with us. In many ways, the coming of Jesus Christ ruined our own plans. That was the struggle that Herod had. It was the struggle that, that other religious leaders had. It's the struggle that many people have today. And so we are forced on this Christmas Eve to evaluate whether or not if we're following what God has put before us and a baby by the name of Jesus. There's a couple of things that I think the birth of Jesus really does. I mean, there's so many, but a couple of things I want to speak with you about tonight. One of the things that we need to understand about the birth of Jesus is the birth of Jesus is God's glory. The birth of Jesus is God's glory. As I've gotten older, I've recognized that the busier I am, the more difficult it is to see 
what God is doing around me. And sometimes even preparing for today and preparing for tomorrow has created so much busyness that I've lost some of the focus and some of the purpose for which God even allowed this to happen. And I, I recognize that I've, I've, I'm running so hard down the road that I'm not even looking up high enough to see that God is directing me elsewhere. And God came through his son, Jesus Christ, to, and gave his son, Christ, in order to direct us closer to him. You see, God desires to be worshipped. God wants us to give him glory, and he knew that with our own sin and our own selfishness in our lives, that we couldn't do it without his help. And so he had to give his son, Jesus Christ, in order for us to be able to put our faith, to profess, to declare who he is, so that that would draw us closer to who God is himself. Jesus Christ is God's glory. Allowing us to draw closer to who he is to come. And just as the wise men did, just as the magi did, to come before him and to bow down and to worship. Just as the shepherds gave glory to his name. It says they praised God in Luke chapter 2. And they worshipped him because of who they discovered him to be. Your response to the birth of Jesus Christ is a direct reflection of your understanding of who he actually is. The birth of Jesus is God's glory. Another thing that we find at the birth of Jesus being is it's not only God's glory, but it's God's guidance. It's God's guidance. I think about, I think about the star we find out most of the verses in Matthew chapter 2 that I just read for you mention the star that the wise men were following. And, and we don't have all the information about it, but we know that God provided that star for them to follow. And they followed it for two years in order to find the Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us. And they continued to follow that star until they came and they found where that baby was, where that king was living. And they just simply kept following God's guidance. It can be hard to follow God's guidance. I mean, we live in a culture, we want to understand everything, and if it's not logical, then actually you're being disrespectful. You're not being responsible if you do anything that you don't already have the answer to. And yet here what we find is we have these wise men coming and going, you know what, we're going to travel for two years on the back of camels or however we need to, we'll walk, but we're going to go and we're going to find this little baby. And we go, wow. But they were willing to look up and to see that God was guiding them. That God was directing them in their own life. We already know that the, the Magi would have been acquainted with the Messianic prophecies and the foretellings of who he would be. 
But when, when God gave his son, in many ways, here, here, let me tell you what. I know it's Christmas Eve. Can, let me have a few lights. I'm going to come down. I'm giving you guys a warning now. Um, I often hear it. You don't stand still. I can't help it. I want to tell you really what the birth of Jesus is. The birth of Jesus Christ is God coming into the world begging for your attention. That's what tonight is. It's God, creator. He created every single one of us coming into the world by giving his son, Jesus Christ, begging for your attention. I'm right here. You've got your head lowered so far down, running after self, that you're not even looking up enough to recognize, I'm right here. The birth of Jesus Christ, something that God did not have to do, is God stepping into the world and begging for your attention, dancing and jumping up and down, going, can't you see him? I'm right here. I am king. I am sovereign. I am Lord. That's Christmas. That's Christmas. God begging for your attention. Why? Because God is worthy of being worshipped. God is worthy of all of our honor, of, of the mounds and mounds of glory that we should be heaping at the feet of Christ Almighty. He is worthy of that. And it's God going, you know what? You can't do it alone, so I'm going to give you my son. That's Christmas. God begging for our attention and saying, I'm right here. Maybe the challenge for us this evening is to simply look up enough to recognize that God is with us and that he's guiding us and he's worthy of all glory. As he's calling out, I'm right here in swaddling clothes, laying in a given us your son Jesus born as a baby 
grew into a man, died on a cross, rose from the dead, and ascended into heaven. And we know that you will reign forever and ever. God, may we give you our attention tonight. May we come before you remembering this baby and may we bow in awe. May we stand in awe of who you are and what you have done. Why? Because we know the birth of your son, Jesus Christ, is your glory on display. We know that it is your glory on display. We know that it is your guidance that is being offered to the world that is bringing millions and millions of people to your feet because we deserve, we should be there offering you everything we have. You are Emmanuel. You are Messiah. You are are Jehovah Jireh. You are the great comforter. You are the great I am, the bread of life. May we give you our attention.